also. Please take a seat. Good to have you with us today. Let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you this morning for our Lord Jesus Christ. We just love that man. We just love him, Father. We thank you that you gave him for us. Father, we love to just unpack the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. We just love to feed upon him, to draw from him. Father, we just thank you that Christ dwells in our hearts by faith this morning. And we exalt and magnify him this morning in Jesus' name. Lead us, guide us by your spirit and through your word we pray and for his honor and for his glory. Amen. 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 Praise God, the Jane Walk, the Jesus Walk. What a wonderful month we're going to have together, the Jane Walk. Praise God, Jesus the person this morning. Jesus the person. We're going to have Jesus the person, Jesus the prayer, Jesus the prosperer, Jesus the uh, people's person. Come on, that's going to be this month. The jaywalk. I want to ask you this morning, how is your walk? How is your walk this morning? Come on. Come on. Whether you're at school, whether you're at work, whether you're at home with your wife or your husband or with your children, how's your walk this morning? Is your walk the jaywalk? Is it the Jesus walk? What we need today, more than any other time in history, is people that walk the jaywalk. They live, abide, and walk in Christ. Jesus was here once, walking and living among men. What a difference he brought into the lives of the people that he um, touched, that he impacted, that met with him. Blind eyes were opened. Deaf ears could hear. The lame was made to walk. He raised the dead back to life. What a man, what a person Jesus was. Are you walking uh, with Jesus, living and walking in relationship with him and with our God? That's the question this morning. Maybe you haven't even really, you still try to approach God. Sometimes we um, try and approach God through our internet. And that's not really a good way to come to God. Through our intellect. You see, God is so much bigger, much, much bigger, much, much more powerful than, and more brilliant and more amazing than us. You might be very intelligent this morning, but don't ever try and approach God through your intellect. You see, the mind of man has no place in the things of God. The mind of man has no place in the things of God. God is to be approached by faith. The Bible tells us without faith it is impossible to please Him. He that comes to God, because he that comes to God must believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek after Him. Another mistake that is often made is that we try and approach God through our own uh, situation. We're blinded by the situation we're found in. Our own problems, our shortcomings, our own thoughts. We're tripping over ourselves all the time, but God is so much bigger than that. Do not try and approach God through your problems, through your shortcomings, through your intellect, but approach Him by faith. See, faith takes you into another world takes you into another world. This morning I want to, I know that there's three types of people here today. First there's those that are in Egypt still. And in Egypt we're failing. Egypt is a picture of the world. Perhaps you've never been saved, you've never been born again. You've never received Jesus as Lord and you still try to work things out. And you're there in the world. And in the world we're failing. But you might also have received Jesus and you might be in the wilderness this morning. That's another place you could be this morning. And you might be surviving in the wilderness. 
See, in the wilderness, God gave them bread from heaven, manna from heaven. Every day there was a provision from God in the wilderness. And you might be surviving. You still might be the center of your own universe. And you're praying out for God to help you. And He does, because He's a gracious God. He's a loving God. He is one who provides for us. He meets our need. He meets every situation we go through. And you might be surviving in the wilderness, but there's another place you could be. And that is in Canaan. That is in the promised land. That is a land flowing with milk and honey. Do you know where Canaan is today, my brother, my sister? It is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Abiding in Him. In Canaan. And in Canaan you're thriving. In the world you might be failing. In, in, in the wilderness you might be surviving. But what about going to Canaan? For those who are in the world, I want to, we want to take them a step into the wilderness. For those in the wilderness, we want to take them a step into Canaan. Where you are thriving in Christ. New creatures bearing the fruit of the Spirit. Walking, living and abiding in Him. God wants you to thrive. No matter who you are sitting here today. God wants you to thrive. And He has this rich provision for us. In the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. The first thing I want to speak about this morning is that Jesus is a person to follow. Jesus is a person to follow. Do you know in Matthew chapter 4, and we can turn there if you've got a Bible, Matthew chapter 4 verse 18, remember when Jesus called his disciples, he just was walking along, going through life, just as usual, he sees someone and he calls them, come follow me. We'll read about that, Matthew 4 and 18. And Jesus, verse 18, walked by the Sea of Galilee, uh, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, Simon Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Verse 19, then he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. If you hear nothing else from this message this morning, hear the words of our blessed Lord Jesus Christ. Follow me. He wants to take you on a walk with him. He wants you to walk, end up walking the chain walk, the Jesus walk, living and abiding in him under his blessing and faith. So verse uh, 20, they immediately, say immediately. Yeah. That's right, immediately left the nets and followed him. Going from there, he saw two other brothers, James and the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in a boat. And Zebedee, their father, uh, with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. That's amazing. Jesus is somebody to follow. He is a person for us to follow. These ones were just going about their daily lives, but they left that. And they followed I heard the call of God on my life when I was 20. 20 and a half. I was lost and in the world, failing. And I heard the voice of Jesus, come, follow me. And I left the world and all its ways. And I followed Jesus. I followed Jesus. I want to encourage you, my brother and sister, follow Jesus. Hear the voice of the Lord. See, Jesus calling these fishermen. I don't know, I don't know that they were um, that good at fishing, to be quite honest. You know, later on we read about Peter, he was out, he'd been fishing all night. And, and Ruth happened to mention that this morning, I didn't know she was mentioning that. 
And, and Jesus said, cast your net on the other side of the boat. He had to actually teach them how to fish. How many of you know if you fish on the top side of the boat, you'll get no fish, but you've got to put the net in the water and you've got to fish under the boat. Yeah? That's right. He says, cast it on the other side of the boat, the bottom side. Is that how you read it? Oh, you read it different to that. Well, hey. Anyway, Jesus has the answers. He changed their lives. As Ruth was saying, they caught a multitude of fish just through them obeying him and following him. And that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to follow him. He's a person uh, to follow. Because he will turn your blue skies to grey. Uh, no, grey skies to blue. Thank you. I'm glad people are listening here this morning. Praise God. So he's going to turn your grey skies to blue. He's going to give you beautiful ashes. He's going to give you joy for morning. He's going to give you the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Do you wonder why we are excited here at Excite? Because we appreciate our Lord. He has changed our lives. He changes our lives when we follow Him. He is a person for us to follow. I want to ask you this morning, will you leave everything? Like these fishermen did. And will you follow Him? Will you leave the world? You know, you might go by the name of Christian this morning. But you might have a foot back in the world. And you've never ever left the world. Will you leave all and follow him? You're not a Christian if you're a Christian by name. You're a Christian if you're a Christian by walk. The disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. They didn't call themselves Christians. People saw them. They saw how they walked and they said, these are Christ ones. These are Christians. So often we like to call ourselves Christians, don't we? How can you call yourself a Christian when you're still immersed in the world? Will you leave all this morning, my brother and sister, and follow Jesus? Follow Jesus. It's a walk of faith, trusting in Him, believing in Him. Leave Egypt. Leave Egypt and follow Jesus. I want you to say, that's my Jesus. That's my Jesus. That's right. That's my Jesus. He's my Jesus, personally. He's my Jesus. And I just love following Him. He's a person to follow. He's a person to look. Number two, a person to look to. He's someone to look to. And maybe you've been a believer for many years and you've been following the Lord. But you feel that you're often barren, often there in the wilderness and you cry out to God. And yes, you've got many encounters with the Lord and He does meet your need. Praise God for that. There was a necessary journey from Egypt to Canaan. And I think that's a necessary journey for us in life. God wants to take us from failing to surviving to thriving. I just love that whole journey. And so he is a person to look to. In the desert, they couldn't go to the supermarket, the children of Israel, when they're in the wilderness. They couldn't go down there and buy the groceries like we do today. It was a pretty barren place. Now and then they came to somewhere like Elam with 70, uh, 12 wells of water and 70 palm trees, and that was refreshing. But you think of 2 million people and only 12 wells of water and 70 palm trees, it was pretty hard to get shade there. But God watched over his people and he provided for them as they wandered through the wilderness. Maybe you feel life's a bit like the wilderness and you're constantly crying out to God and, he's, and, and you're just surviving. Are you just surviving this morning? I don't know. Because if you are just surviving, God wants to take you on past the wilderness to a place where you're going to be thriving in Christ. Praise God. That's my Jesus. That's my Jesus. 
So he is, Jesus is the son of God. And he's the son of man. And the one. There's one mediator between God and man. There is no other way to approach. But God has become a man. And a man has gone back into God here. And he mediates for us. He is the go-between. He is the one that we reach God through. Praise God. Some people think he's, um, he's, he's, he's just a prophet. I was over in uh, Melbourne just this last week. And one of the taxi drivers that picked me up, a Muslim man, he said, Oh, Jesus was a prophet. I said, he's more than a prophet. He was a prophet. Yeah, I agree with you. But he was the son of God. God has reached out to us. And he wants many sons. He, he, he bring many sons to glory, the Bible said. Glory. Glory is in Christ. is in Canaan. The Bible says, let him that glories, let him glory in the Lord. Not in ourselves and our own ability, but glory in the Lord. Praise God. John the Baptist was look, looking at Jesus as he walked. And he had his disciples and his followers. He was a forerunner of Christ when he was here. The one that pointed him out. And he said to his disciples that were with him, he says, Behold the Lamb of God. And these two disciples, they followed Jesus as well. He is a person to look to. Because he walked, he walked like no other man walked. Jesus was just amazing. Everywhere he went, he dispensed blessing. Everywhere he went. He was other-centered. And that's what love really is. He desired the highest good of another. Even though he was truly God, he was the Son of God and the Son of Man at the same time. He never lifted himself up in pride. He never wanted others to serve him. But he went out and he served them. He said, the Son of Man has come not to be ministered unto, not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom. Isn't that amazing? That's my Jesus. He came here to serve others. He came here to serve us. Praise His holy name. If it wasn't for God reaching us, we would never be able to reach God. God is so much, so much more, so much greater than our, the most intelligent man on this planet. So much greater than, the, than all of mankind put together. How could we ever reach such an awesome God? One who created all things, one who sustains all things. The only way would be if He would approach us. If he had built a bridge to us, and he did that through the Lord Jesus Christ, so we might, uh, so that we might be received back into himself. Praise his holy name. God loves you, my brother and sister, and he wants to bless you. He wants to lead you through life. That's our Jesus. He is a person to look for. He is a look to. He is a person to look to. Praise his name. Peter, Peter had a real passion for Jesus. He, he didn't hesitate when it, when it came to following him, fighting for him, whatever, whatever it was, Peter was right there. And Peter really did do the jail. He actually walked on water with Jesus. Above the things of this world, the waves that are tossed and turn are a picture to us of the nations and the upheaval we see all around us in the nations of the world. But Jesus walked above it. He walked above it all. He walked on water and Peter walked with him. Why, why did Peter get to do that instead of others? What about all the other disciples? What about John? I believe it's because Peter had this revelation. Remember when they have that debate and uh, 
they're telling Jesus, one says you're this and one says you're that, or John the Baptist or the prophet, or um, and Jesus says to them, but who do you say that I, the Son of Man, am? You see me as the Son of Man. Who do you say that I am? And Peter had this revelation from the Holy Spirit, and he says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. The word Christ means anointed one. Do you know the anointing, the blessing, the favor is on this man? And that's why he's the man, a person to look to. He's a person to look to. So, so Peter's walking out on the water to Jesus. Amazing. And then he got his eyes off the Lord. And no doubt the Lord just chuckled and said, Here you go, Peter. Here, here, let me give you a hand here. That's good. Good to see you learning to walk, Peter. That's good. You're learning to walk. You sunk a bit, but that's no problem. Lifts them up. And he, they walk back to the boat, both of them together. You know, it's all right. Let me just teach you how to walk here, Peter. So Peter's son, but he, 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 the Lord lifted him up. That's just normal. You ever had children? And, and, and when they're learning to walk, you say, come on, come to daddy. You know, come to daddy. And, and, and then you step back and they take a few steps or they fall over. You don't just give up because they fell over. That's like the Lord. Ah, here you go, Peter. Come on. Let's just head off back to the boat. So Peter's learning to walk on water. He's learning to do the jaywalk. That's my Jesus. That's my Jesus. You know, I was in the conference at uh, Melbourne. Uh, Planet Shakers Conference, Ruth and I. It was pretty rowdy there. It was a great conference. I, one of the sessions, we had this great big guy sitting beside me. And uh, the speaker goes, I want you to write down, that's my... And I thought he said, Jane. He was American. He must be in that accent. So I write down, that's my Jane. Then he says, I want you to turn to the guy beside you and say, that's my Jane. I thought he said, Jane. What he actually, so I said, that's my Jane. And this guy's looking at me and wondering, what is he going on about? That's my Jane. And then I look at Ruth's notes and then she's written down, that's my jam. <laughs> oh, that's my jam. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my Jesus. That's my Jesus. Oh, we say for saying, that's my Jesus. Never mind about Jane. That's my Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. So the wilderness, yes, God is, God is providing for us in the wilderness. He's blessing us in the wilderness. But God wants to take you further than that. He wants to take you into Canaan. A place where we abide, where we dwell. And the third point is, Jesus is a person to abide in. You know, John, if you've got your Bible, John 15, verse 5 says, Jesus said to the disciples just before he went to the cross, he said, you know, he said, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me or dwells in me. And I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And when we're just surviving in the wilderness and we're trying to serve the Lord, Praise God He connects with us. Praise God He's gracious. He provides for us. He has us, he, He's always faithful. He cannot deny Himself. But He wants to take us into Canaan. He wants us to place our blessing and favor and His goodness in Christ as a son. Just like His own son. Because the Bible tells us that God has adopted us into His family. And Jesus has brought many sons to glory. 
There's a glorious place to dwell. That's in Christ. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't take the old uh, Adam into Christ. That would be the A walk, the Adam walk. That's how we're born, doing the old selfish A walk. It's all about me. Life all about me. That's how we start out, doing the A walk, the Adam walk. And that's what sin really is, it's selfishness. But when we do the J walk, when God takes us into Christ and we're adopted into His family, well then, it's all about others. Because God is other-centered. Love is other-centered. And God wants us to come into that place of favor in our walk, in our experience. He already has us there. Don't get me wrong. This is not something you strive for, but something that you receive by faith. That you believe as you come and search out the Word of God and you find what is yours in Christ. What has God given you? Because when He gave you the Lord Jesus Christ, He gave you a gift. The gift of God. God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. And when He gave you a gift, and when you receive a gift, you start to unpackage the gift. And you find out what is there for you, what you have. What He's given you in Christ. I tell you, you can't unpackage it just like that, like you can a normal present. You will be unpackaging the gift from God for all your life. And it won't stop there, it'll be for all eternity. He is so great. God's so much higher. He has so much more. Jesus is a person to abide in, to dwell in by faith. We will be not only surviving, we will be thriving if we abide in Him. We will be displaying the fruit of the Spirit. We'll be fruitful in our life, in our walk. There'll be fruitfulness in our family. There'll be fruitfulness in the workplace. We'll be fruitful in our community. We'll be fruitful at school. Chloe, praise God. Fruitful out there, thriving in Christ. Praise God. Yeah, does anyone want to thrive here this morning? You all want quiet on me. Thriving. Mate. Preach myself alive again. <laughs> Praise God for the resurrection. I like that this morning. Jesus is alive. He is thriving. And we're thriving in Him. Praise God. Well, I think we'll wrap it up. We can have the musicians here. I want you to remember those, uh, the Jay Wall. I want you to reflect on. How are things really going in life? Where are you? You know, just pause, consider, take stock. Am I still in Egypt or the world? Failing. Am I really uh, just in the wilderness and God's got more for me? I'm surviving, alright, and, and I do experience the blessing of God. Or I, am I in Canaan and I'm thriving? Jesus is a person to follow, number one. Number two, he's a person to look to. Number three, he's a person to abide in. And you will be thriving. God has raised us up. The Bible says He's raised us up together with Christ. He's seated us together in heavenly places in Christ. And this morning, you can thrive in Him. But it's not about what we can do. What we try and understand is simply a walk of faith. The J-Walk is a walk of faith. Until you get faith, you'll never leave the starting point. You'll never leave the starting point. It's by faith. By faith. By faith. Each step of the walk is by faith as we walk with our God.
as we walk with the Lord. He's calling you this morning. Just as we bow our heads this morning, every eye closed. Jesus is calling us this morning. I'm not going to call you up the front or anything, but just as your head is bowed there, maybe you're in Egypt and you need to hear the call of God and you're hearing it this morning, Jesus is calling you. He says, like he said to those fishermen, those simple fishermen, he says, come, follow me. Come. Sometimes we feel we're unworthy and we don't want to come. But Jesus is saying, just come. Come and follow me. Maybe we've been walking with the Lord for uh, a long time now and, and we've been surviving and life's been tough. But Jesus is still saying, come. Come, follow me. Where did Jesus go? He didn't stop when he came to death or the cross. He went straight through. He died for our sins. He was buried. He didn't stop in the grave. He rose again. And then he sent back to heaven and back to glory. And now we have available to us all the resources of heaven. So wherever you are, just hear the voice of God saying, come. Just respond to our Lord Jesus Christ. He wants you to follow him. Do you know, it's, you don't have to win the battle. Jesus is so great. Our King is so great that even, he, he, fought, the, he fought the greatest battle you could say, dead. He defeated death itself by dying. Whoa, what a man. He says, I have power to lay down my life. I have power to take it again. This commandment I've received of my Father. He fought the greatest battle death. And he went right through death. And he rose again and he risen. Let him be risen in your affections this morning. You can say yes to the Lord this morning. You can say, yes, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. He loves you. He has done everything for you. God has expressed his love for you in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. God wants you to be blessed. He wants you more than to be blessed. He wants you to come to a place where you're thriving. Not only you're thriving, but your whole family, your whole community, the world around you is experiencing the blessing and the favor of our God. Let's stand together and we'll sing. And hear the voice of